What's up, guys? I'm Cora. And I'm Sharon. And this is Learning on the Job, a podcast for moms. Join us as we talk about our highs and lows and everything in between on this journey of motherhood. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Learning on the Job podcast. Hi, guys. It's been a little bit. We have we did take last week off. Sorry about that, but our schedules have been really hectic lately. Yes, I think, you know, as we get into the holiday season, I don't know about you, but my life just always seems a little more chaotic this time of year, just with everything going on. And I always <laughs> notice that this time of year, there's significantly more traffic on the road. Yeah, I know that this time of year is always really bad for me and Jake because, and that's partly our fault. And I told him that next big decision we make cannot be at the end of the year because we bought our house in December. So we have to renew everything for that at the end of the year. We had a kid in November. Our birthdays are at the end of, at the end of the year. Like there's so many holidays. We just we both started new jobs at the end of the year. So like there's just so much going on that we're just like take a second to even breathe yeah and I was like we're we're broke right now just because of switching jobs and yeah having to renew things and so it's it's a lot Uh, I I love Christmas time but I hate whenever we have like whenever we make big decisions like this like switching jobs right now and every we have so much going on I definitely understand. Um, I just something I I like Christmas time, but I just I really do think that I always attribute the holidays with to like stress because it's just like mm. you go you've got all these extra like like I have two work parties, you know, and then um you gotta work in all the different get-togethers with the family and my brother he is uh, retiring from the military um he oh, wow. a, yeah he's a chief in the air force which is the highest ranking officer at any like air force base um so it's a really big deal so he's doing that two days after christmas so we're gonna be traveling for that and um so you know just got like all these running checklists I've got a wedding that I am coordinating um that I'm the actual like coordinator for uh not just catering but the whole thing so um that's the 10th <laughs> so I've just got a lot going on and yeah yeah you know work parties and corporate events and all that so definitely definitely feeling that but this is a really exciting episode for um especially you because oh, yeah. when this episode premieres it will be Miss Ginny's first birthday. I know. I'm so excited that this episode is actually going to like be released on her birthday, so I think that's really really fun, but I still can't get over it that literally in 3 days I'll have a 1-year like an actual toddler. I know it's so crazy it feels like I mean obviously it felt like that with like you know my own kid but I also have seen Jenny like you know since she was born and it just feels like it was still yesterday like I still think to myself like oh she's just a little baby but like no she's full grown toddler like yeah like it's definitely very cliche but oh my god like this year went by so fast like it really doesn't feel like a year has even gone by I know it's crazy so um what big plans do you have for her birthday um I know 
that we got to do a little small get together this past weekend. Mm-hmm. So if you want to maybe talk a little bit about that and then like what her other birthday plans are. Yeah. So, um, so first we, so at the beginning, towards the beginning of the month, we actually took her to build a bear to get her birthday bear. So that was a lot of fun and she loved it. Her reactions were priceless and amazing. Um, and then, yeah, yesterday we had, uh, a little tiny birthday party for her with some of our friends up here in our area because we just right now like the first birthday is more for us and so we wanted to share it with all of our friends and most of our friends and family are down in the Galveston area and we didn't want to have to ask people to travel and so like we're really close with y'all and so we obviously wanted y'all and Claire to come over and play with Ginny and celebrate her birthday so we had like a little tiny it was going to be more of a barbecue if uh the weather was a little better like we were going to play outside and stuff but uh due to rain and everything we just kind of hung out inside but it I think it was still fun um uh there wasn't as many people as we were planning and that's partly due to uh Jake asking like a bunch of people that he worked with to come and of course like they were all like yeah we'll come and I don't know if he followed up with them or what, or I, I don't know how he planned that, but uh, only one person that he works with at the gym came, but um, I was really happy that y'all were able to come and that our friends, uh, Megan and Zach were able to come. And unfortunately, Hovito wasn't feeling very good. So her and Judah couldn't make it, but uh, we were, we were really happy. It was small and intimate and it seemed like all the kids had a lot of fun. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think it was still like a nice get together, even, you know, mm-hmm. and considering the circumstances with like the weather and everything, like you guys did a great job with the decorations and you made some bomb cupcakes. Honestly, I wish I would have taken one home. Um, <laughs> yeah, they were really good. So thank um, you. Fun times. But, yeah, but next, so uh, we're going home on Jenny's birthday. We're driving home to Galveston to go spend Thanksgiving with our family. Um, and then, so we're not really doing much on her actual birthday. Um, we're actually having a birthday party for my cousin who is turning 13. Um, and so my uncle even called and asked, like, making sure it was okay if we could have a party on Jenny's birthday. And I was like, yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, Jenny's not going to know any difference. And we really didn't have anything planned other than like we thought about maybe going to dinner or hanging out with some friends down there. And we still might. So we'll see. But on Saturday, we're going to have a birthday party with all of our friends and family down there. And so that one's going to be a bit bigger or a lot bigger just because like it'll be all the grandparents and Mm -hmm. everybody coming. Um. So I think that'll be fun. And all the gifts that Jake and I got for Jenny, they're going to be the activities. I think I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but it's going to just be activities for the kids to do. Um, So I'm planning on taking her Wonder and Room play mat down there um, so that there's like a little soft area for the kids to play on and then have the little things that we got for Jenny so all the kids can play with those. Yeah, that'll be cool. Mm Mm-hmm. Are you, are you using more of the unicorn decorations? 
Yeah, so I actually ordered a lot on Amazon and just had it shipped to my mom's house. Nice. So what we had here at the house, um, Jake went yesterday and got them, and we weren't really going to decorate that much. Um, yeah, but... Jake had to go overboard for his little girl, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, he came back, and he's like, Mama messed up. And I was like, what do you mean? what I do? And he's like, you sent Daddy to the store unsupervised. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I really just needed cupcake liners. That's really all I needed. I needed cupcake liners, and I was going to go to the store myself, but because it was raining, I didn't want to go out with Ginny. And she has a little stuffy nose or like a little runny nose right now due to the cold weather already. So I was like, I don't really want to take her out in the rain. So especially by myself. So he went, got me cupcake liners. And I was like, if you want to look at any of the party stuff, because we were actually going to use some of the stuff that I have up here that I'm going to take down for the party next week. Mm -hmm. And he he found other things and so he's like here we're just gonna use these so I was I was happy I got to practice making a balloon garland before going down next week so I've actually never put one together so I was glad yeah, that I got rough. to do that um I felt like it wasn't too bad I think the hardest part was actually just hanging it up on the wall um because it Jake bought this kit and I I didn't know that it came in a kit I just bought like all the different pieces off Amazon um but they were pretty cheap anyway but it's called balloon tape and yeah, it has have holes a, in it I have I have a bunch of it I will say yours you did great because yours was more like you draped it but I tried mm-hmm. to do one of those like crescent ones mm-hmm. and just like the actual taping it up over on the walls like it just gets really heavy with all the balloons and it kept falling yeah. so um I ended up doing what you basically did um but I like spent hours working on this thing that like failed the night before that's like my Aww. one of my secrets of Claire's birthday that like didn't work out was I had like much bigger plans for this huge like photo area that uh it didn't mm-hmm. quite pan out but yours look great so Thank you. Yeah, we're going to see. I don't know if I have enough balloons to do more of an like a crescent moon type one. Um, but we'll some industrial tape for sure. Well, so one thing that we did find that helped was ours actually the tape broke because Jake stapled it into the wall. <laughs> he stapled it into our wall um, and it actually broke. And I think that actually helped hold it all. And you couldn't mm. even tell that there was a gap in the tape because the balloons right there were so big um so i think if i if i have enough balloons to do more of the crescent at her next birthday party um that i might just cut the tape and do it kind of in sections yeah i definitely recommend that because i did that i ended up doing that and it did help um with the weight of it for sure Mm -hmm. um it just gets really bulky um so you got to make sure to use enough uh, like leave enough on the edges that you can like getting in there because as you add the balloons they start getting in the way and it's hard to mm-hmm. take down yeah you, you get it <laughs> i'll uh, figure it out yeah uh just don't i mean my best advice is like just don't wait like only so many hours beforehand because then <laughs> it's just a stressful time for everyone yeah <laughs> <Ask> chris <laughs> so um i mean reflecting on this year um, you know, it's your first year as a mom. What would you say were uh, the most challenging parts for you? 
Um, so one of the most challenging parts was trying to, I mean, aside from just trying to figure out how to be a mom is, uh, I mean, dealing with Jenny's brace, just because that is something that we had been kind of going through, going through, um, since she was born. And it's been like a stressful roller coaster up and down of emotions. Um, so I think that was definitely difficult, but I mean, she's doing great. She's, uh, doing perfectly fine now, but, um, I'd say overall the biggest thing that was the most challenging would be trying to figure out how to manage and balance work and home life. And I mean, that's been something that Jake and I have changed a lot during during Jenny's first year. Um, I mean, like I was lucky enough that I got about, I got almost three months at home with her before I had to start going back to work. And then I was lucky enough that my job let me come back part-time um, and only work a few days a week and kind of ease back into working full-time. So that was really nice. And then I got to be home with her for almost her whole first year, which was amazing. But I can definitely say that I noticed a difference in my productivity working at home with her. Not to say that like my quality of work went down, but it was just harder to find things to do at work. Like unless I had a deadline on something or unless I had something that was like right in front of my face that I knew I had to get done. The work just um, didn't drive you. Yeah, it really just didn't drive me. I felt I, I found that I was just kind of sitting down all day. And I mean, I was playing with Jenny, taking care of her, but I just like there were days that I felt like I did no work at all. And, um, so that was one reason like why I kind of eventually wanted to get back into the office because I felt that if I got another work from home job, it would be the, the same kind of thing because I mean, there's days whenever Jenny's just really needy and as much as I want to just sit there and hold her all the time, like I, I don't want to be put in a situation where, I'm being questioned at work about that or they're saying that I'm not as productive at home and that I have to go into the office. So I was really happy to kind of get a job and be back in the office. And we felt we found that this would have been that this would be the perfect time because Jenny is a year old is pretty much a year old now. And so now she's able to start they're able to start working on more of those developmental type skills. Whereas we, while we do stuff that's developmental, I don't have to worry on if all the time I'm spending with her, if any of it's helping or not, because that's something that I felt like I stressed over a lot. Are these like, am I reading to her enough? Am I doing enough activities to help with her motor skills? Am I doing enough to try to help her talk? And that's something that I really stressed at. And so going to daycare, like that's what they do they are helping her with all those fine motor skills and helping her to do those things so that now I don't have, I feel like I don't have to stress about that. And whenever we're home and playing together and spending time together, it's <laughs> more quality time that we're spending together as a family. Interesting. That's an interesting <clears throat> point of view. Um, so now that you've been, I mean, you've been working about a month now, I mean, do you miss um, your, like, the previous work from home life before or, like, or, like I guess, like, 
what do you feel like is the highs and lows of it? So, um, I think one of the lows is, I mean, I do miss Jenny during the day. I really love getting the updates from daycare, even whenever they just tell me that she pooped in her diaper and they changed it. Like, I just, I really like getting those updates because I feel like I'm still connected in her life a little bit. Uh, or at least like during the day, I feel like I'm still connected. Um, but it is really hard. Um, and I mean, breastfeeding has gotten a little harder. We're actually starting to try to wean her off at least to get down to where I only nurse her if I'm with her. Um, cause I hate pumping. <laughs> I really don't like pumping during the day. Um, and so I only pump once a day and I only send her with one sippy cup with milk in a day to daycare. And so we're really trying to cut back on all of that. Um, but I really feel like that's the hardest thing is just not being with Jenny all day. Um, but one of the upsides is I feel that my, my productivity at work and the quality of work I'm putting out is a little bit better because I'm not having to manage a bunch of different things. And I, I mean, I get to have more adult time. I get to have conversations with adults and other people. Jake and I get to get out of the house because we've been stuck in this house together with each other for the past, what, like two, two years, two and a half years. So it's nice to actually be able to have some time apart and then be able to come back. Um, and I mean, like I said, I think that I don't think we're getting, we don't, we're not having as many arguments or kind of like who's had more time with Ginny today. Like who's been doing most of the parenting today. We're not having as many of those because of our schedules. And so during the weekends, like, we're both really present. We're both really kind of spending all of our time with her and getting that family quality time. Um, during the week, it is like at night, sometimes it is really hard because there's two nights a week right now that Jake is training until like eight o'clock. So he won't see her at all during the day, except whenever he leaves in the morning. So that's really hard on him. But here in a few weeks after a competition, uh, he's going to be cutting back on some of the training. So he will be getting to spend more time at home. But I mean, overall, I think that like, yeah, it has its ups and downs. I think it's been really good. And I mean, Jenny, she's having a lot of fun and she got to make her first craft at daycare, which was super cute. It was a little Thanksgiving plate and it said sweeter than pumpkin pie. And it had her little footprint in orange, like a little slice of pumpkin pie in the middle and then her name in the year under it. So that was really cute. And she was really proud of it because whenever they gave it to me and I was like, oh, oh, did you make this for mommy? And she was like smiling so big. Like, yeah, I did. Mm. <laughs> it was adorable. Well, that's awesome. And I like that you're able to, you know, provide, because um, obviously for the longest time, we were both in a very similar situation. Um, and obviously, I still do um, work from home. And um, while, you know, obviously, believe that that's the best decision for me, but it's great to hear another perspective and um, be able to provide another perspective of like all the good ways that, um, the you know, working um not from home and still you know providing and doing the daycare thing and everything how like that can have a lot of 
uh, benefits yeah. for the family as well. So, you know, yeah, just I another think... situation where it's like everybody's got to find the situation that works best for them. Yeah, I think the biggest thing, like I said, is just that developmental stuff. Like, I felt like I stressed over a lot that a lot, like just trying to find activities that would be helpful developmentally and like constantly looking to see like what milestones is she supposed to be hitting and I mean while yes I'm still her mom so I still do like I still know like what milestone she's supposed to hit and when but now I feel like like I said I'm not stressing over am I doing things to really help that since I was the only person she was with all day now it's like I can do an activity here and there that I know is going to be like sensory play or that's going to help. Like I can read her a book and I know that those are going to help. But I mean, again, like I'm not worried, like, am I working too much today? Is she watching too much TV today? That is another thing is like, she's not, they don't watch TV at daycare in the room that she's in. So she's getting a lot more play time. And so that is one thing that like I did, I felt bad about because not not that like it's wrong because like she still watches tv on the weekends and stuff whenever she's here but something in me was like I should be playing with her but I have to work so I'm letting her play and she's watching tv and like that's just always something that like I I wanted to play with her more or I wanted her to actually entertain herself a little more but I was using the tv and so now at daycare, at least like there, I know that there's going to be times and like days whenever she's not getting as much screen time. Um, so it's nice that like I can monitor that a little more. Yeah, um, I definitely understand that. I think that it's uh, definitely, you know, something that a lot of moms, both stay at home moms and work from home moms um, have to juggle um, because that happens um Mm -hmm. and you know people are on different um spectrums of like where they're able to you know I'm fortunate in the sense that like I my job is very flexible so I don't have to just work at the x time to x time so I've been able to kind of structure my day around Claire and Mm -hmm. do things during the day that benefit her so you know and then obviously she does um, get a lot of screen time when we're just like chilling um, or if I do have stuff that I absolutely have to do but um, you know that's not the situation a lot of the times like we you know get out of the house do this and that um, you know she goes to like gymnastics classes and things like mm-hmm. that but not everybody's in that situation I think like I said I think that it's something that a lot of people definitely stress over so totally valid um, things and also um the thing with like Jake not being able to see her, I definitely relate to that too. Like right now, Chris is working. Uh, he's t- day one of three 12 hour shifts. So he leaves, you know, at five o'clock in the morning and mm-hmm. he, he doesn't get home until seven o'clock at night. And that's basically her whole day. So like, I'll keep her yeah. up just long enough for him to like see her off to bed, maybe have dinner. Um, So yeah. And that can be rough. Uh, he misses her so much on those days. So yeah. Jake definitely feels that. So uh, what would you say, I mean, what would you say were your highlights of the past year? Seeing her personality start to come through and I mean, really just be able to watch her experience things. 
because so like we were talking yesterday Claire is very much the main character and Ginny is a Hufflepuff and I'm sorry for those people who don't understand that reference if you're not a big Harry Potter person like she's happy to be here uh, that's what that yeah. means she is just happy to be here. She is perfectly content living in this world. It is like, like it is her own little world and she's just happy with it. Like people can come and go and she's perfectly fine. I mean, like she doesn't like when mommy and daddy come and go, but yeah, but <laughs> she, she likes marches to, to the beat of her own drummer. Claire's got big Leo energy. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. Ginny, like she is a Sagittarius. She definitely likes to explore and I I definitely can't wait to keep seeing that personality come out in her like she's very curious she is very independent and I feel like Ginny and Claire are very independent in different ways like Ginny is independent in the way that like she she knows what she wants and she she wants to get it done but you can help if she allows you to like you, you you can help if she allows you to or if you force it on her like if you're like I'm going to help you um and then she's like oh this is better well she's had but, I feel like you know um she's had obviously a lot of obstacles like with her brace and everything so Jenny's mm-hmm. just great at like finding ways to get it done in like a unique way like with her crawling like she's like yeah crawl the same as like most babies but she's with her as you call her pimp her walk pimp leg. <laughs> but uh she <laughs> she still gets herself across the room when she wants to you know and she's yeah. getting working on getting that walking thing down even with the brace on so yeah I mean it was like that from the beginning like she like we talked about Claire never barrel rolled <laughs> she she like figured out how to get from toy to toy without having to do that Ginny is like a toy is on the other side of the room and I want that so I'm going to barrel roll all the way over there and get it and then it became an army crawl and a barrel roll and then it became like a little bear crawl sometimes (laughs) and like now she has her little pimp crawl with her little pimp leg and it's the cutest thing um but yeah, she she's a Hufflepuff. She she finds the good in everything, except at nighttime. Because at nighttime, it's not, like when with teething, she she hates that. But uh, it's it's just definitely been fun seeing this. And I don't think I ever true like I like Hovita's a Hufflepuff. Like we have friends that are Hufflepuffs. I'm a big fan of Harry Potter. I know Hufflepuffs, but they get a bad rap and. I feel like until you genuinely get to like really know a Hufflepuff intimately like that, or if you are a Hufflepuff, you don't understand how awesome they are. (laughs) Because like I said, Ginny is just smiley baby all the time. (laughs) It's great. Um, But yeah, and then of course, just seeing her experience things. And I mean, like I said, she's everyone always compliments how happy she is because she's always smiling at people random people at starbucks random people at target like she's always just smiling and laughing um and then whenever she finds something that she likes so she's always loved light up toys and so whenever she was a baby watching the christmas tree like she loved to just stare at it and then like at halloween she learned a new sound and she had this like little cat wand that if you hit on the ground it lit up um and she would be like Ooh! 
and <laughs> just get so excited about it. Now, she doesn't necessarily do a whole noise, but it's more of like a oh, wow type of type of reaction. Um, like even opening her presents yesterday, like she was like, oh my oh. gosh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really cool. Like she she's just happy to be here and I am I am so happy to just watch the Ginny show. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you looking forward to uh for year two? Watch I think just like adding on to that, like just watching more of her personality come through, watching her discover more things. Um, like today she just figured out how to blow kisses. She she doesn't do it every time. She's not consistent just yet. So there's a lot of things like with those milestones that she doesn't necessarily do consistently, but she does it enough that we know she knows what she's doing. So like today she was blowing kisses and I was able to get it on video. So it was really cute. Um, but like she, she's figuring things out. Um, and she like, even her with walking, she, she loves to push those walkers around and I don't know when or how, but she's figured out that like, whenever she hits a dead end, she used to just sit there and just like, keep pushing. Like, why won't it go anymore? Now she's figured out that she can walk around it a little bit and either it'll turn or she can just get on the other side of it and just push Start that pushing side. it back yeah <laughs> so like she's she's figuring those things out and it's just really cool to watch because she's really smart and she thinks these things are so cool and I just I really want to watch more of that personality come out and see more of like what type of little person she's going to become um I'm also excited to see how she continues to do in daycare this year because um she's only been in daycare for two weeks and the first week she went for two days was off on Jake's birthday because she had a doctor's appointment so he just kept her all day and then she went for the last two days then this past week Jake was working he started his job so she went all week and so it's like she <clears throat> she's learning that this is where she's gonna go every day and so by Thursday it was either Wednesday or Thursday she wasn't crying anymore when I dropped her off she actually like started reaching out like okay I'm gonna go like play like yeah. she she wasn't like she didn't necessarily look happy but she was like okay I'm gonna go I'm gonna go now like this is where I have to go mom and then I pick her up and usually when I pick her up she likes to skip her second nap so sometimes she's a little cranky because she hates to watch all of her friends leave and I'm not there yet um so she gets upset whenever she sees the door opening and it's not me oh um and it breaks my heart they told me that she sits at the door sometimes and I'm just like don't tell me that Aww. because she she's done that here at, at home like if I leave her in her room for a second like to go grab something um I'll come back and she's just like sitting at the door like mom why why did you leave Aww. um but on Friday I came to pick her up and she was the happiest baby in the world and so it was it was so great. It was a great way to end the week. Um, but now I feel like she's gonna get all thrown off again because 
She's going to go this, like, she's not going to be going this week. She's going to go again next week. And then I think she only goes for like two weeks. And then she's off again for like two or two or three weeks for Christmas. So it's not going to be until January that once we really get into that routine that she's actually going to get it down. Yeah. And then, and then it'll be more consistent. Yeah. And I mean, I will say I am happy that they, they get that and they understand that like they're not, they, they go through this all the time with kids um, and they haven't had any issues with her, which is good. Uh, but yeah, they, they were like, once January comes around, she'll really get in the routine. So I'm, I'm glad that they, they, they know that. And I'm like, I don't want them to hate me because my kid's always upset whenever I drop her off and well, stuff. And, you know, I'm sure they deal with that all the time. I'm sure there's kids mm-hmm. that go there forever and they never stop being upset. You know, some, some yeah. kids are just like that. So, um, I mean, would you say that that's the only thing that you're, I mean, looking forward to slash not looking forward to? Are there other things that you're not looking forward to? Um, I'd probably say that, oh, I'm also looking forward to her getting her brace off. She's supposed to get her brace off at 18 months or at least cut down to wearing night it at times. only nighttime yeah um great. so i am looking forward to that um if i had to say that there's something i'm not looking forward to um i don't know like there's things that i'm looking forward to because i'm excited for her to learn them but at the same time like there's parts of those things that i'm not looking forward to because I know it's just going to bring new obstacles so I mean like walking once Jenny's really on the on the go I mean like I know that that's going to just bring like all new challenges of uh, of our home life and trying to entertain her so I completely know I completely understand that that's gonna have like its positives and negatives um and then I mean with talking as well the more words that she learns I'm very like we were talking about this yesterday. I know that like she's gonna pick up on swear words. I just know it. Um, and there's not really much I'm gonna be able to do about that. <laughs> so we're gonna have to we'll, we'll figure it out. But I mean, like I'm excited for her to learn those things. I'm excited for her to be able to tell me what she wants, or at least try to tell me a little bit more of what she wants. Um, I'm excited to have conversation, like not like full on conversations with her in year two but like I'm excited to be able to talk to her a little more like do you like do you like this do you want this I try to get her to pick out her clothes sometimes and I'll hold up two options and I'm excited for her to kind of start to understand things a little more and um just I don't know the with the bad I know is gonna there will be some good stuff and I I'm excited for the things I'm not excited for. I understand that. Well, if you could give moms or new moms one piece of advice of the first year of motherhood, what would you say? Um, I think the biggest piece of advice is going to be don't get stuck in the mom guilt um like whatever your situation is whatever you're feeling don't get stuck in that mom guilt um I know like I was really feeling a lot of mom guilt whenever like anytime I did something and I thought that I like messed Jenny up like if I bumped her head or if I felt like I'm 
like I she cried for too long before I went and I got her um things like that and then I mean now I feel mom guilt sometimes of going back to work like whenever I drop her off a daycare and she's crying because she doesn't want me to leave like it definitely hurts but I know that it's what's best for us and what's best for our situation and I mean I I saw a video on TikTok that like really helped me in that situation because a lot of people they like they they don't like daycare because they say that they don't want somebody else raising their kid and this one video it was like they're not raising them like they they're teaching them like you they would at a normal school like they're teaching them these motor skills and everything but like you're the one raising them you're the one instilling those like beliefs you're the one instilling all of those like like it's hard to say but like you're the one putting things into their lives like they're going to be getting more enrichment and things from you rather than from daycare and like that made me feel a little bit better about it because not that I thought like I never had an issue against daycare and I never really thought along those lines but it just kind of eased my mind just a little bit like to know that Ginny's not looking at them as parental figures because they're not actually raising them they're not doing those things I'm the one teaching her what no means I'm the one teaching her what like certain things are because she's with me and she's watching me more so than she is her actual teachers at school she's mainly just playing with toys playing with other kids they give her food they might read a book here and there I don't know um but uh she's getting more of her enrichment and stuff from me and Jake and so like that makes me feel a lot better about it so I know that you've said before that um you want more than one child is um is that still the case yeah um I mean Jake and I we definitely would like to have at least two um I know like I would be perfectly happy if we only have Jenny but we would like to have at least two or probably like I I probably might stop after two I don't know because I really don't want to have a bunch of c-sections um I understand that. that's really my only caveat now um but I don't know. We'll see. We, we'd like to try have at least one more. If you're comfortable sharing, do you know when you'd like to have another child? So at the moment, no. We originally talked about reevaluating our lives once she turned one. But since we both just started new jobs and we have a lot going on right now, um I think we're gonna wait maybe about six months and reevaluate see how we feel then and if nothing else probably around the time that she's two really kind of looking at when we want to start trying I really don't think we'll wait until she's three to start trying obviously we could not get pregnant and the kid not be born until after she's three but I think by the time she's two um once she's a little closer to two um we'd like to at least know when we want to start trying again and do you think that um you'll do the same you'll do what you're doing now um you'll keep working and um 
just, I guess, have both uh, kids go to the daycare? Yeah, so that's something that we'll definitely look into because pricing is going to be a big thing. Um, mm-hmm. We'll definitely need to make sure that we can afford it. I do know at least with where she's currently at, if you have multiple kids, you get a discount on the older kid. Um, or I think like if you have two kids, you get a discount on the older kid. I don't know what, what it is if you have more than two in there. But um, so we'd get a discount on Ginny's monthly payments. Um, and then the other kid would just be full price. Um, so we would definitely have to see if we could afford that, of course, or if we would need to maybe look at a different daycare or something, but I mean, yeah, it's gonna, uh, that's something that's kind of crossed my mind that the next kid, I'm definitely not going to be able to spend as much time with in the first year that I did with Ginny. So it's definitely going to be a big change. But, um, it's just, it's just one of those things, like, I'm not really going to be able to be in another situation where I'm working from home. And I really don't think, like, I really don't think I'll be that productive working from home at all if I have two kids, especially depending on how old Ginny is whenever we have the next kid. And I feel like we got very lucky with Ginny. Like, Ginny is a fairly easy baby, when it comes to a lot of things, like she's always happy. Um, she like there's days and seasons whenever she's cranky and and everything. I mean, like just last night, she hardly slept. But I feel like those times are usually like there, there's something going on that we just can't see. Like I know that she's cutting her molars right now. Um, two of them just poked through enough to where I can feel the very tips of them. Uh, coming through so I'm sure like those are painful for her right now and there's like they're a big tooth still coming in yeah so I know that she has a lot going on and in the moment it's really hard to think about that um but like looking back at it like that was last night now I can say like yeah she had a lot going on I was frustrated because I hardly slept but for the most part she's a pretty easy baby the next kid could be 10 times worse I don't know (laughs) yeah I know I think about that too you know like um I mean I'm on a little bit a different school of thought like I personally want to wait until Claire's like three or four before I think Mm -hmm. about it again um for me this time with her is really important to me and I want to make the most of it um and uh but I think about that like that that does an aspect of it is just like that's part of the reason that I want to wait is because I'm not willing to give this time up with her and I'm not really willing to share it with some uh, like like selfishly like I, I want to be able to give that child like their own attention in like the same ways like so I'd rather Claire be at an age where you know maybe she is like at, at, like when she gets to be three maybe I will want to put her in, like in daycare um and or you know and then closer to four um daycare preschool I started preschool when I was four um so I think I did too and I was I was thinking daycare younger than that too I I had this um I I did an at-home daycare um um, with this lady that my parents knew um and she she like had it was like school in her house um so I did that like um my mom was a bus driver so I did it it was kind of I had weird scheduling I'd like go there in the mornings and then like my mom would pick me up for lunch and I'd come home for like an hour and then she'd like drop me back off there my mom (laughs) would go like drive kids home from school 
Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. I do. I do know that like once we get to that point of looking and trying to figure out like when we think the when we think we'd be ready to start trying for another kid would be I have an aunt who um her youngest is three my youngest cousin is three and her with her first one with my older cousin I think she's like six now like six or seven um she was she wasn't working and so she was home with her for the first several years of her life which was great but by the time they had my other cousin their second she she may have been home with her for a little bit but she started daycare like she put both of them in like mother's day out programs and doing yeah and I definitely want to do those like as soon as Claire's old enough I want to start doing more like mother's day out programs because I do agree that like the socialization aspect is important which is why she does like gymnastics and plainastics and stuff like that um just obviously I'm fortunate enough to be in a situation where I can still keep her for the majority of the time so I think I'll talk to my aunt whenever we get to that point and really kind of see how she dealt with that, like how she dealt with getting to spend more time at home with my first cousin rather than my second cousin. And I mean, she she works in the school now. So, I mean, she she technically gets to have a lot of time with them because she she's on the same hours that they are. But I do know I do. I do know one thing is that her and my uncle they've traveled a lot they, they love to travel that's one thing like they've done since before they, the kids were born and the kids go on travels with them if they can but there's been a lot of travels that like they haven't gone on so they've they like they've done a lot leaving the kids behind and so I feel like they have a really good balance of work home uh family life and then partner life well and I think that that, I think that that you know goes a lot back to like you gotta always do what's like best for you and like for some people for I mean maybe she's the type of person that like she was home with her first child and like while she enjoyed that time maybe she found it more beneficial to like be working not Mm -hmm. that like that means that you're a bad mom for like quote-unquote not wanting to spend time with your child but it's like sometimes like you said like you there are benefits to being at work and like getting that adult time and some people need that more than others like I mean I'm again lucky because sometimes I do obviously go into work and it's just nice to have that like breath um you know fresh air to like talk to other adults for uh you know an afternoon or whatever rather than only spending time with a baby and um and then you know some people like I while I do I do enjoy traveling. I've always had a good time when I do it. It's not been like a super big passion of mine, but like, uh, you know, if that is something like there's nothing wrong with prioritizing, taking some time for yourself that when so that when you come back, you can be more present in your child's life. But, you know, whereas like me, I'm the type of person that I'm anxious the entire time that I'm away from my child. So I mm-hmm. don't feel like I can always be fully present in those moments so I enjoy family time more or time like yeah to do things like where I can kind of control the situation a little better and that's just what works better for me and that's what makes me you know feel like I can be the best mom because I'm gonna not even relax <laughs> otherwise yeah. or, you know whatever it may be like I, I like that, that's kind of extreme for me because I obviously I can go and relax but like you know just just it's just different for every person you know what I mean yeah and I mean traveling is something like that's something that I've always loved to do 
And I mean, that's something that Jake and I, we, because of COVID and the timing of like us starting our lives um, together, we didn't get to do as much traveling before having Jenny that we wanted to together. But I don't know if I mentioned it on here before, we decided to go ahead and start trying to have a kid in 2020 because we didn't know when or if we'd get to have that time to travel with each other before having a kid because we didn't nobody knew what the outcome was going to be sure so we decided okay well let's just go ahead and do this because we don't really want to wait and see what's going to happen it could have been five years before then and I I mean I know a lot of people say this and people say you shouldn't, but I wanted to have my first kid before I was 30. And I'd love it if I could have my second kid before I'm 30 as well. Um, And I'm just kind of like, I'm lucky that I'm in a situation like that Mm -hmm. due to like with my age that I, I, I will most likely be able to do that depending on how conceiving the next kid goes and our situations. But I think Jake and I are going to be more of those people that like, we'll probably do some traveling by ourselves, but I think a lot of it is going to be more family travels. Like Mm -hmm. I, I've definitely been raised on that part of, um, you know, like traveling for me was always a family vacation sort of thing growing up, like going to see my grandparents, going on a trip to Disney world with my family, so on and so forth. And I feel like you're kind of similar in that. Yeah, that's definitely like where I was going. Sorry, Jake walked in. I (laughs) I was trying to talk, but yeah, I've a lot of people don't want to take their kids out of school and everything to travel, but I've seen a lot of things talking about like while they're younger until they're really like on the college track and stuff. While they're younger, like you definitely should take them out of school to do things because one, that's the cheaper time to do it and less crowded time to do it but two I mean like they don't have to like if they don't go to school every day like the teachers of course they're going to say like no they need to come to school because they're going to miss stuff you can always make that stuff up they're not going to fall behind missing a few days here and there and they're going to gain a lot more experience traveling with the family and doing that type of stuff than just sitting in a classroom and I I agree every kid's different every family's different but yeah we definitely like we loved taking Ginny to Disney World um even though she's really young but like we know we're gonna do it more we've like my dad wants us to go back next summer Mm -hmm. um so like we know that that's something we're going that she's gonna grow up doing and so I think it'd be really cool if we're able to do it every few years to be able to spend that time with her and really watch her fall in love with Disney as much as we love it and I got to take her to Denver this year and so I mean like we we really think that we're going to be more of the people who just travel all together and I mean our biggest caveat right now is the dogs um try like we can't travel with all of them so if we're traveling somewhere like we always have to have a place to put them like yeah I feel that but yeah I'm I'm really excited to do more of that stuff with Jenny. I have to say one thing that I found um, interesting that you said, and I have heard other people have this sentiment before, um, but I find it interesting because I think there's two different people, like women with schools of thought as far as like having children goes. Like 
you um, said that you wanted to have um, your first child before you were 30 and you'd like it if you had your second child went by the time you were 30 as well. Whereas I thought to myself, like, if I ever had children, that is something that you do when you turn 30 and afterwards. Like, I I kind of, yeah. And I wonder if it's like, because you're like a little bit closer to like the Gen Z cusp than I'm obviously like super millennial. But I feel like it's interesting because like, I feel like I was at this like, age group where my generation or like my like the couple of years like around like the time I like was in high school and graduated that it was pushed towards this idea of like you need it like yeah still follow like the traditional lifestyle but you need to like make a name for yourself first so you should like spend your 20s doing your own thing and like um freaking and you know getting a job and dance you know going out dancing and dating casually and then you settle down or whatever once you find like a good guy and I feel like that was also like reiterated by like the fact that you know the bachelor and bachelorette came out when I was like in high school and stuff and those women were always like in their like 30s and they're like ready to settle Mm -hmm. down and shit like that so I was like I I found that interesting because I you know I find myself following um a lot you know I follow a lot of moms on TikTok and I, I find out that a lot of them really are like young moms and and my sister-in-law was the same way like she wanted to have all of her kids before she was 30 and she wanted them all close in age whereas I'm like kind of the opposite I'm like no I wanted to wait until like after I was 30 and I like had a little bit more experience under my belt like just of me as a person and I got to have my own life experiences like before I like gave my life to you know other people essentially and I want my kids to have like a little bit more of a gap in age so they can have their own identities and I don't know it's just like different um, ways of thinking whereas like you know my sister-in-law she's like I want my kids to be close in age they're gonna be best friends like they're always gonna be able to play with each other and I want to get it done so that I can like just be done with it before I can hit my 30s and like not to worry about it for the rest of my life and like both ways are valid but yeah so I definitely think some of it is a generation generational thing um I will say that I was kind of brought up in thinking more of like you're supposed to get like your career and everything I had a teacher in school tell me that it's the road to your red sports car so like you go to school and you get your degree or you go to school get your uh call your high school degree then you go to college you get your college degree then you get married or then you get a job then you get married then you have kids then like like the like by the time you're able to like reach all these goals like you can get that red sports car like the really big thing like you're like and in the in the plan like you're supposed to buy a house you're supposed to like do all these certain things and I feel like I did everything in the proper order like I mean okay we bought our house before we got married but um like we I graduated college twice and uh we bought our house we got married we had our careers COVID kind of threw things out of whack but then we had a kid and so I feel like I just kind of hit everything fairly early compared to some people some people hit them before I do some people hit them later um and some people like their goals like some people they may hit everything but like they may not just they may not get married yet and I know that some people like they want to be married before they have kids. Um, but that was just like, that was my plan in my head. I will say, I know for a fact that I wanted to have kids before I was 30 because I come from a very young family. Like my mom had me at 19. My grandma had my mom 
not long after high school as well like my family did not go to college um my family like I was a first generation and like my mom she had gone to school but she didn't graduate with her bachelor's until I was already graduating with my master's so I know growing up like I wanted to have I wanted to be a younger mom in the sense that like I liked that I got to know my great-grandparents I got to know my grandparents like Jenny has a great great grandfather still around um and yeah there's downsides to that if you think morbidly um but I just like I was just brought up in a very young family like my own when I was born I have my closest uncles were still like in junior high and high school so or actually like they weren't even in high school yet when I was born um so like I just I really always liked the thought of being a bit younger to be able to keep up with my kids as they're getting older so then like when I have grandkids and stuff I can still like get get to spend time with them and not be a lot older because I have some friends who their parents like the first time I see their parents I thought they were their grandparents because they had them a lot later in life which I mean none of none of it's wrong like you were saying every way is correct I just was brought up in a very young family and so I always just had that in my head that I wanted to have kids before I was 30 because to me 30 and part of this is just the movie 30 uh 13 going on 30 um but like 30 is that like cusp of your younger years and your older years for whatever reason Uh, yeah I I guess that's why well it's interesting because like I hear all that but like it's like you know I experienced a very similar upbringing but it just brought me to a completely different school of thought because like I grew up with like family that had kids pretty young and it was pretty Mm -hmm. standard um that that's what you do and to me I just looked at that as just like not a waste but it's just like I also could see a lot of situations like both my brothers got um married young had kids young both are no longer with their uh, partners anymore and I just looked at that as a lot of like you don't really quite understand yourself when you're young and I felt like um sometimes people just have a lot of growing to do so I just you know I mean I was with Chris for a number of years before we uh, got married and I felt like we Mm -hmm. did things in in the right way for me because you know we took some time to get to know each other we took some time to live together and make sure because I think that was another thing was I just like felt like I watched a lot of like younger people like rush into things and then they kind of discovered like what being married is like um, like it's kind of weird but being married after you're married whereas I felt like I figured out what being married was like before I was married um, which made the transition a lot easier uh, for me. It really did feel just like a paper signing um, because we had, you know, we'd been doing the sharing the finances and the talking about the future and, you know, being there for each other in the good and bad times and all that. And, and like I said, no way is wrong, um, but it's just like what I felt like was right for me. And then I felt like, you know, and I, I, I had got pregnant. Really, I didn't even plan on getting pregnant. I was 29 when I got pregnant, um, uh, but I was like, kind of felt like okay well like I'm going into my 30s like I was starting to think like if I have kids like yeah I mean now I'm yeah. at a point where it's like and okay I've, well I've been I've checked all these boxes I we don't own a house but like that's not really I feel like a realistic box in this day and age anymore to even be able yeah. to check um but the rest of them you know I, I felt like I checked them just for me they had like 
my checkboxes had more like times attached to them like be with someone for this long do this part you know like live with them you know figure this part out and so like yeah just different yeah different things just um but yeah and I feel like I like I'm Jake and I are very lucky like we we've known each other since we were kids so we've technically although we weren't in an actual relationship until I was getting until I was entering graduate school we had gone on dates and had like dated multiple times throughout our lives that we felt like we really knew each other and then we just had to get to know each other like as a couple Mm -hmm. and then yeah we that was something that we talked about too is we we knew we wanted to marry each other we were very upfront about that but we knew that we wanted to live together for a little bit first to make sure that we could actually handle living with them um and then I also feel like I was very lucky that I got to do a lot of traveling growing up like I got to go to Europe for the first time in high school and see a lot of stuff there and then I got to study abroad for a little bit in college and so although like I want to do more traveling I would love to be able to go internationally again at some point um and travel with Jake and Jenny or even if we take a trip without Jenny and just go by ourselves I'd love to do that but I also like I I did the solo stuff um like I said fairly early that now I want to experience more of those types of experiences with Jake or with Jake and Jenny and so I feel like I said I feel like I kind of hit that point in my life fairly early um because I know that a lot of people don't get those experiences I was, like I said, I was very lucky. I got to go to Europe um, when I did and get to have those experiences. So yeah, everybody's checkboxes are different and everybody's timeline is going to be different. And um, while, like I said, like I knew I wanted to have my first kid before I was 30, I didn't think I would have my kid. I honestly thought I would be a little more closer to 30 by the time I had my first kid because I wanted to have my career and everything before doing all that um so now I just I feel a little lucky that I'm in the situation where I could have I could possibly have two kids before I'm 30 and just kind of be able to let them be a little closer in age because yeah they could be friends but I mean I know that that doesn't always work out but I also like I would love it if they could hang out in the same friend groups or something or at least be a little closer in certain aspects because I like my brothers are so much younger than I am that sometimes it's a little weird like my youngest brother is a freshman in high school so like sometimes it's just a little weird like not in the sense not like it's it's just a little weird like I I want to hang out with you I want to drink with you like I want to do brother sister things with you but you're still so young like my two older brothers aren't even 21 yet like they're they're 20 so I can't even legally drink with them yet and do fun stuff like that with them so I would like it if Jenny could have one maybe two other siblings that are a little closer in age so that they can kind of go to school together they can experience things together have maybe mutual friends and stuff because I did like I grow up I know people who are siblings and like they're a few years apart and so they have the same friends or like similar friend groups um but also like just being able to 
be in similar seasons of life while they're growing up because I don't have that. Yeah, I mean, I get that. I will say, um, and I've mentioned this before, you know, I I have two brothers that are older than me. They're very close in age and they could not be more different apart. Um, mm-hmm. They're not close at all. They don't speak to each other and they've never been close. Um, whereas it's ironically, like I have always had a closer relationship with the both of them than they've ever had with each other. And there's an eight and 11 year age gap for, so, I mean, just, you know, you never know what you're going to get. Yeah. Um, so for me, I, I try not to like base it too much on like whether or not they could or couldn't be friends and whether or not it could or couldn't work out in that aspect because you just never know. I who. just don't have a reason to want them or need them to be further apart. So like if I can have them closer together and get lucky and then be friends or like be able to share a lot of things, then I feel like that'd be a win-win. Sure. If if they grow up and they're not at that close. I feel like there's not necessarily anything I'm losing by having them closer because like I said, there's really no reason. There's nothing for me to gain personally by stretching it out. If it's something that like, I know that I want. And like, once I, as long as I'm ready for it and we're able to do it, then I wouldn't really see any in like losing anything if I'm able to have them closer and like have that hope that they can at least grow up and be very close Sure. Well, then, like I said, just different strokes for different folks. So, mm-hmm. um, so I mean, going on, let's go ahead and get into our oh shits and oh yeahs. Yeah, I feel okay. like we're gonna have the same oh yeah. Um, really, so, I figured uh, that yours would be different than mine. I figured I, I thought I knew what yours would be. Oh, I mean, I guess. Well, so then you can go first. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, my oh shit no yeah are kind of the same thing. Uh, so my oh shit was that I had to brave and fight the seven hour queue for the Great War. Yes, for the Great War, <laughs> aka Ticketmaster versus Taylor Swift. Um, and I saw a interesting statistic. I kind of find it to be bullshit i don't think that whoever did this there's no possible way this can be accurate they said that like what two percent yeah well of people in pre-sale that you had a five percent chance of actually getting tickets somehow i was able to score tickets to two different concerts a denver Mm -hmm. show and a houston show i sat in both queues and i was able to prevail now i don't know if that's because i picked like the least popular dates um you know a friday out of the friday saturday and then a friday saturday sunday we picked the sunday like those definitely are like the least desirable ones i think that's part of the yeah. um, fighting but yeah so my oh yeah is that i we're gonna go see taylor swift i'm going with sharon in houston and then our friend alex um we're going in uh denver i'm so excited so uh it's you know i've this is gonna be I think my fourth or fifth Taylor Swift concert, like overall. I did want to ask you, what are the what are the different concerts you've been well, to? Okay, so like I let me think. Okay, so like I saw her the first time I ever saw her was like before she ever had gone on like a tour or anything. It was before Fearless had come out. She was, um, the was she in, like the opener? So like the NCAA uh, Final Four was in San Antonio, and mm-hmm. they did like a free concert in the middle of Hemisphere Park. And so Taylor Swift was performing right before the All-American Rejects. So I went and I got to see 
her and the all-american rejects and That's cool. um, yeah and somebody else but i cannot remember who um and then once at the rodeo which i believe was fearless uh tour technically and then 1989 rep tour and then i've also went to when she came to the she was she came to the uh formula one uh thing um and mm-hmm. she was the headliner in 2016 um so yeah so and now i'll get to see the heiress tour in houston and then again in denver so yes i'm so uh, excited i'm excited because this is actually gonna be my first time to see her in concert because the only time that i ever would have been able to go beforehand would have been like when she came to the rodeos in Houston and we always got our rodeo like I never paid for rodeo tickets we always got them because my stepdad got them from work and so I would always like as soon as the list would come out of who was performing I would like give him a list and be like these are the people I want to see like these are the ones that you got to try and get tickets for and he had like the good seats like we were in the business level seats so we had like our own concession and everything so we didn't nice. have to go up or down to try to get concession stands um so i never i just never got to go see her there and i'm pretty sure it's like there was just so pop like she was in such high demand for the rodeo and everything that um either his company didn't have tickets or they were already gone by the time he went to go get them yeah i mean it's definitely the when I got to see her in, for 1989 tour, I only got to see her because the Houston Astros were doing so well that year that the concert was originally supposed to be scheduled for like sometime in November. But they were mm-hmm. like, hey, uh, we're likely going to be in the playoffs and need the, our arena. So you're going to have to move the concert. So they moved it to September and a lot of people couldn't go and tickets came back up. So I was able to snag a four awesome. seat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, everyone that I got tickets for for this concert or like helped get tickets for, obviously, um, has never been to a Taylor Swift concert. So I'm really excited to share in the magic. Um, and I will say, can, like, you can be least, comfortable. Like, I'm, I'm still really... going to make you go all out. I'm just letting you know. It's going to be bracelets and you can do your hair and do makeup with little bejeweled things. I'm going to put bejewels in your hair. Oh, I'm all Best for believe it. you're still bejeweled, okay? <laughs> I will say though like like I at least like I am like a really big Taylor Swift fan and everything like I follow all the stuff Alex it's gonna be like a whole experience for her like I I wish I could go with her she's I mean she also I mean not as big of a Swifty but definitely still a Swifty and she Mm -hmm. told me she told me she's like I just want you to know that I might cry I was like dude it's okay (laughs) me too I was like, I might cry. I cried when I saw Selena Gomez for the first time. Like, dude, I teared up a little bit the first time I saw Selena Gomez too. I, I don't know. I think how you know this story, but I won Selena Gomez tickets on the radio one time and I took our friend Erica and it was mm-hmm. such a fun time. Yeah. Um, so what are your oh shit to know? Yes. So my oh shit is just that like, there's a lot going on this week. Jenny has a runny nose. We are packing to go home for the week. Um, and we have I mean it's not really no shit but like we have my stepdad and my uh my nephew here because they're watching or my stepdad is watching Ginny for the next two days while because her daycare is closed um so he was nice enough to come up and watch her for me so that I didn't have to like find another babysitter or anything so that's good um my oh yeah yeah obviously we got Taylor Swift tickets I 
am wearing my Taylor Swift sweatshirt, which I wore this um, to Lush in the mall uh, like a week ago, and I got complimented on it, and I was like, yeah, but now it needs to be updated because Dude, I know. it's missing like they, two albums. They need to update it, and also I was trying to look on Etsy today to see if I could find like a makeshift one, and I can't find anything like like with a midnight's dress on it so because yeah. I considered it um, I think I'm really just gonna go and get like I'm definitely gonna get the shirt with the books mm-hmm. because and I feel like I also just like I'm a book nerd too that I think it'll be perfect but I'm debating on getting a sweatshirt as well not for the concert just to have since I have this one um but also my oh yeah is that Ginny took her first steps this like a few days ago I was really sad because she took three steps for the first time at daycare and I wanted to cry (laughs) I know I'm just I'm not I'm not I'm pretending that didn't happen Um, and hey this is a PSA if you work at daycare don't tell the parents that they did anything interesting like they they sat there they were potatoes the whole the time. lady really like she really didn't she didn't know what she was doing like she she, she asked didn't. how long she was like how long has she been walking that was her rookie mistake you should you don't ask that question because you could <laughs> not you could be spoiling it I know and, and I, I was, was so like, afraid of that for you I know I was too but I mean like that it comes with the territory I I knew it could happen but it's not like she's walking all over the place now exactly you're so, gonna still see her like start consistently walking you're yeah. gonna see her running there's later be- later that night we were able to get her to take like two steps at home um she she's hasn't like yesterday and, and i mean today like there was a, t- a point where like she it looked like she was like she turned and like she was just gonna start walking but she didn't um she'll get there so yeah she'll she'll get there we're taking it slow I was really kind of hoping that she could like start walking a little like not full-on walking but like a little bit by her birthday be able to walk so I still have a few days you we'll do. see what happens but or maybe yeah, by I, the party like she'll be able to I walk walk, walk around and like be it's just so funny because whenever we try like if we're holding her or like if she knows that she has us she just gets so excited and like she'll be walking and then as we try to let go she like realizes that she's on her own and she just starts to sit down like she's just like oh you no 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 I'm, I'm <laughs> just gonna sit here and then she starts clapping like yay I did it. it's the cutest uh... thing well um I hope that Jenny has the happiest birthday you know we definitely want to wish her uh, congrats on turning one. Wish you a congrats on making it through your first year of motherhood. Welcome yeah. to the Toddler Mama <laughs> Club. Um, and also, <laughs> I want to wish all of our listeners a happy Thanksgiving. I hope you guys enjoy this time with your families and loved ones and that it's um, a relaxing time for you mamas. Hopefully you're not too stressed out. I hope that you know you get to have a little bit of a break too. You deserve it. Yeah, I hope you all have a fantastic week. Um, I'm definitely going to be crying all day Wednesday um, and Tuesday night. But um, but yeah, we really hope that you enjoyed this episode. We'll keep doing these birthday episodes whenever our little ones have birthdays, Um, at least for the foreseeable future with like the first few big birthdays. But yeah, uh, we really hope that you like this. Hope that you got some insights, um, maybe learned a little something. 
but and enjoyed the conversation and if any of you also scored taylor swift tickets let us know um, yes especially if you're going to either of the shows that i mentioned <laughs> yeah especially if you're going to houston since we'll both be there but yeah if you're going to be yes. in colorado let us know for sure yeah especially houston's we mm-hmm. should have a mama meetup yes we're going to be making the friendship bracelets and everything to oh, share yes. with everyone it's going to be fun i'm excited i'm super excited all right guys well thank you so much for listening to us uh as always if you um, have questions comments or concerns you can find us online at learning on the job moms at well, that's on instagram tiktok facebook or learning on the job moms at gmail.com if you want to email us um and yeah we hope to hear from you guys and we'll talk to you next time bye